1: Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Kingtonia with Jim Kramer, David Faber at post nine of the New York Stock Exchange. Got some selling to close out the week. S&P's on pace to break a five week win. A Russell reconstitution today will likely bring the biggest volume day of the year. A robot begins with the end of this run. All three major averages set to break multi week streaks. NASDAQ's on pace to snap eight weeks of gains and post its worst weekly stretch since April. Plus, 3M's
0: massive forever chemicals settlement, the manufacturing giant reaching an agreement on lawsuits that claimed it had contaminated water supplies in the U.S. And UFC President Dana White says Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are, quote, dead serious about a cage fight. (laughs) Let's
1: begin with the markets uh, this morning, Jim. Unwinding some of what we put together last several weeks,
3: do you mind no, I, I've been saying that this is going to be a weak period. Historically, this is actually, uh, look, from my friend Larry Williams, who does the best historical work. This is weak period. Uh, it's not unusual. Uh, he saw it coming. I, I went with it. Uh, you can see over the years that this period has just been one where if you want to be a trader, you should step out. you an investor. It's not going to be that bad. We're in that. I find it interesting that, that it, when interest rates go down, it means nothing for equities. Because interest rates have been going down all morning, and all that's happened is stocks have been going down. i got to tell you, David, I don't know if you caught this, because I know that it's Friday, so I'm going to just give you a little quiz. Yeah, okay. But ready. did you see where Uh-oh. the VIX is? No. <laughs> no, nope, Okay, didn't. so the VIX, you can't even see it. You need, a, you need, like, a microscope. You do. Okay. I mean, this is incredible.
1: You took a victory lap last night on yeah. Twitter, and you should. You should, Thank because you. when you said it
3: was going to twelve. I think David and I were like, wait, what? Well, David, he was going to put me in a race car and make my head go like a rag doll. <laughs> uh, but, you know, look, I just think there's a lot of complacency. I don't think that it, the selling's over. But I think that this kind of market where you get up at 4.30 or uh, 4 and the market looks just kind of tepid, and then it just rolls over on nothing. I mean, I, no strategist came out today that said anything negative. There was no uh, no, no bad earnings to speak of. Darden was good last night. But, it just doesn't matter, and even Tesla. I mean, Ron Barron came on. I think he spoke. He was on for thirty minutes. He spoke forty-five <laughs> minutes of positive about Tesla. You know, kind of like Mr. Wolf. You know, take us thirty Dude, minutes to be there. Dude, I 10. mean, five hundred by twenty twenty-five in Ron's view for yeah. Tesla. Yeah, in the year 2025, twenty twenty-five, we're going to five hundred.
0: Well, he has been saying it would be a multi-trillion dollar company well, for, for some right. time.
3: He's been right, and but he's I th- Tesla was unchained. He he walked it up when he was talking, went from down four to being, you know, about minus one. And here it is back four. Like like he never said anything, David. Yeah. It's been quite a run. Quite a run. Right. Well, I think the cage the cage match, Carl, I think that Conor McGregor is nothing compared to him. He's this day. come on, this would be they could raise Millions for charity, and both of them could—well, I don't know. One, I mean, they, they would be better viewed as better guys. How about that? Yeah. We're going yeah, to we'll about talk. more we
1: talk The evolution you, of that you story. With that?
3: I have my own thoughts, but oh, well, keep them to yourself because no one cares. No, we're going to. Because you've only spent a, hours with them, and so you have nothing to we say. Call but it, we, we call it producing, and we have some things
0: I'm sure. Yes. So that we're going to we're going to segment that. That's how these shows work. But it's
1: okay. <laughs> Um, Twenty years in TV, it's finally <laughs> exactly sinking in. in. Um, you're right about the macro strategist, though. Uh, UBS with a note out today, they look at instances in history where you did have a 20% rally that was eventually given up. Uh, 47, 01, 02, 08, and part of their view is the house, the new house view at UBS is that coming years we will have substandard returns.
3: Look, I, I'm just not buying that. I mean, I think that one of the things that I feel is is that we have so much stimulus. You go back over, by the way, when you read the stimulus bills when they passed, like what President Biden said about them, they were almost as if we have an employment crisis in this country. Well, we do. We don't have enough people. But the bills were written as such that, look, it is time to put everybody to work. Well, everybody is put to work. Now it's time to teach people how to weld. Well, we were talking about that for more than a
0: decade. Um, it requires a high level of math skills. We should teach math. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the recent test scores, things are not going the right way. Remember before, Jim Breyer uh,
3: when he talked about math? For our,
0: uh, our students, that?
3: our young students. Excel
0: partners? Yeah, he did. Well, he talked about linear algebra, I believe, is well, you what he learn learn focused
3: about. on. Well, I mean, I think that one of the reasons, when you looked at the original meta that Mark uh, Zuckerberg had, it was all about how you could teach better. And I thought this could be the way to get Americans up to speed for math because we're just not that good in math. But so far, it's really been uh, used by uh, the Meta's been used. I'm trying to remember who it's been used by. Was uh, <laughs> it who's, who's using, using who's using Meta? The, the non Apple goggles. Who's using it? I don't know who's using it. You, you were briefly. I know. I, I I've spent some time. Yes, I did. And I, I was, look. And then I went into Apple, and I haven't really been able to recover. The rest of my life just seems blah. Yeah. Unless I'm going 160 miles an hour in a wheelie doing spin-outs. You've been, been through a lot. I want to be in Vision Pro. i have been through a lot. I want to be in Vision Pro. need to be relax a little bit. The Vision Pro world is so great.
1: I don't know, t- Jim. Today, Roth MKM, uh, Meta, 255 goes to 315.
3: Well, I mean, Meta is... I, I now get more, I don't know about you guys, but I now get more reels than I get TikTok. I mean, it's their time. Instagram is on fire. Instagram is so AI, but nobody cares. Everyone else is okay. Did you see Accenture had three uh, uh, AI releases right before they came out with that Yeah, we had Suspect weeks we on with us yesterday. I watched we, that. We, That's why we, I brought it up. we off.
0: read the releases on AI, and they're going to spend $3 billion and hire 40 to 80,000 people at Accenture. Is that faux AI or is it
3: real I AI? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Do you know how many times you said, I don't know yet, today? What is it, you were like, I didn't know, I don't know me today? I don't know. I'm not afraid to admit
0: that I don't know. There's a handful of things I know about, and most I don't. Yeah, the ones that it's i It's a little different about. here. It's the sort of the yin and the yang. Well, no, just you are the
3: yin and the yang, and I'm nobody. But I, I do <laughs> What do you point- mean? You're the guy in the Mustang. Looks like. The yeah, dark horse is <laughs> called. No, but but I, I just go back for a second about the subpar returns. Like, yeah. Why make that call? Why make that call? We're going to have subpar returns for you. Like, what is that based on? What I mean, do they know who's going to say win for president? How, don't you think you should have to little game that a little? I mean, don't you think a President Trump regime would be say different from a President Biden regime when it came to numbers? Like, you got to make numbers. a call. That's how you make a call. Yeah, I'm saying that we're in a very highly political charged environment. So how do I make a judgment that we're going to have subpar returns? I could throw a million other things at you too. That well, just okay. For instance, right now we have a president where if there is a merger, like if I'm like seeing you on the street, that's like. Jim is merging with with, with David. No, I'm not, I'm not. You're not even allowed to shake hands with anybody. And the, hence, when's the, the Amgen Horizon, look, you got it right here. Yeah, we'll talk about Amgen Horizon. Oh, that's, I got oh, some reporting no, around the bell. I that's can't. some
0: things that I do know so about. In, you know, so on TV I will share. again, we have yep, to wait. Producing. I was. You do. You have to wait. But I'm just saying that I don't think that. We'll Talking about had... Microsoft and the FTC as well, we'll get to all those things, Jim. What is this like? <laughs> you know, no work Friday for you? Just no, I'm working. I'm working. criticize, criticize Jim Friday. I want to me, come back to the macro picture. Let me share something with you that's uh, that I've been told recently. Be darn that, good, or at least it's a line of argument, which is the consumer is stronger than we think. They have a lot more, for example, savings than they did at the uh, after the Great Recession, right? Uh, and they have a lot more equity in their homes as well. And that we're underestimating the consumer power, even with the running off of the savings that accrued during COVID. Totally agree. Do you buy
3: into that? Uh, 100%. Deposits, for example, no, I mean, bank deposits are multiples we, of what you know, they some, were 15 years ago. But someone was saying, well, Brian, Moy- Brian Moynihan, CEO of Bank of America, is no longer as bullish on the consumer. No, no. what he said was instead of the consumer being completely flush, they're a little less flush. Uh, when you read through uh, MasterCard, for instance, MasterCard had unbelievable numbers about people going out and having you know, spending their darn full heads on it. And if it weren't for Lena Khan, I think that Amazon, I think the Amazon Marketplace would be doing well. What is Lena um, Khan trying way- to do? Make our she wants our bills to go higher. So that what does she want exactly? I what don't is her know. goal? I don't know to get to get everybody to, in America pay crying, to pay 190 people. I have more? Yet to actually have
0: an million people to speak with her. Uh, um, I you hope you to, don't know. You don't have. Um, don't have what? Her on. Well, no, I just, I, I, I'm not in regular communication. Let's put it that way. But So I can't tell you specifically, but it does appear that they want to chill the ability of any companies to think about merging. Right, which is why I said if you um, had a different president, protect say protect what they feel president. is the, the consumer that has been abused by many of these deals well, that resulted in either so higher prices or monopoly power or she talks restricted about, listen,
3: markets that, that have prevented others from entering. She says that rich people get richer. Now, you know, have you ever read What Is To Be Done? Uh, which one, by
0: Lenin or Chernyshevsky? Lenin. Okay. Chernykovsky? Chernyshevsky, wasn't it? What is Good, to the
3: guy who wrote When Worlds Clyde? No.
0: it was Chernyshevsky? I don't know. I'm trying to go back to my Russian
3: history. Well, anyway, in What Is To Be Done, Lenin talks about the same thing. Not John. The real one. And I just I read Vlad and I read Lena and I'm saying, hey, plagiarism. Like GPT. GPT. She GPT, gpt Lenin.
0: Okay. Meanwhile, okay. Uh, there is a report out from something called Yippit data that has oh, now you're micro, talking. That has Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, has Amazon sales higher than people anticipated. Yeah, I'm 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 We've not this? Apparently they did, uh, their proprietary email receipt data captures when an order is placed. This was sent to me. And therefore they're saying that uh, net uh, North American net sales will come in between 83.7 and 84 billion for the quarter. They're totally well more positive estimates They're turning positive. Stock's hey, no, no they're turning. Amazon, because I, mean, I deal with, I constantly this talk is to the them. retail their part tone of is getting more positive. Not AWS, which is also covered by many of these companies that focus on trying to figure out which way their business is going
3: through their algorithms. My, my homework agrees with you. It does? Yes. This is looking like a better quarter. I thought the fourth quarter would not be uh, a great one because of Amazon Web Services slowing. Uh, and by the way, Oracle taking share. We forget that. Oracle taking share. But I'm now getting a kind of a more uh, a, a positive vibe. I know that doesn't sound like exactly recording. Well, there's, I
1: mean, uh, last few days, I'm thinking Doug Amuth the JPM, AWS starts reaccelerating. I don't know if you saw Adam Slipsky's comments about AI. I thought that was that terrific. We're three steps into a 10, 000, 10K race. I love that interview. Yeah. That was great. Was uh, and, that deep? and the idea was really that, he, and that CEOs in the enterprise have been banning ChatGPT GPT, in his view, because it's un, an unreliable source of information. Well, it is. It's brutal. But it can be such a productivity
3: enhancer. I well, you've got to spell words right. Yeah, yeah well, it's I, not, well, Right. Or, well, my was, friends' kids who have resumes, they, it doesn't start with GPT, but they would never submit a resume just, without That's where I GPT. hear about
0: it the most. It just it, it speeds up whatever process you're in the midst of doing. And, yes, you should absolutely check... But it still can make things, can shrink the timeline of to, what a task I'm a takes.
3: User, I mean, I just, I no use it, doubt it every day. it's being used. I use it every day. Yeah. It's being used. I hate it, though, when something happened within, you know, within 18 months. this says, we don't know anything.
0: No, but you gotta get four, first of all. You're using the you're using the last one. You're not well, you got to pay the twenty bucks and I know,
3: but I did it to figure out what happens in the bear. And then and you should hire a you ha-
0: need to hire a prompt engineer. Spoiler alert. That's what you need to do. I told you. You need a prompt engineer. This is a new job now.
3: Really? they know Damn.
0: how to get it to tell you what you need. That's Welders
3: and prompt engineers. Correct. All right.
1: <laughs> When we come back, uh, the buzz surrounding a possible Zuckerberg-Musk cage match. We already referenced that. We'll hear what the head of the UFC is talking about. Uh, Meantime, we'll get to news on Ford, Lulu, a lot of news on 3M, CarMax, Target, and a lot more. Stay with us.
2: Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt. Or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help.
4: They both said, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> they both want to do it. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? And I said, I don't know. Let me ask him. I asked him and he said, yeah, I'm dead serious. You know, um, you know. obviously, for, for, and I agree with you, Harvey, this would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world.
1: Well, that's <laughs> UFC President Dana White talking to TMZ yesterday about the prospects of a Zuckerberg-Musk cage match. This is feeling real to you?
3: Uh, I think it needs a further drumbeat, and it will. Yeah. I think that you also have a guy. I mean, anybody, David, who is like Cody, Mandy, Patinkin, an interview with you, right? I mean, that interview with you, which I thought was seminal. Thank you, yes. Uh, that guy wants to uh, wants to fight. Zuckerberg is like, you know, he's kind of like a, a Bruno Sammartini from my generation, or a Haysex Calhoun. I think Elon, first of all, is bigger than
0: one. I don't know where we got that number from. Maybe he's listening to some of that. He's, he's closer to 6'3".
3: He hails from Pretoria, man. Um, that is just a town He's, not wh- he's wh-
0: I'm, I mean, I saw him. He's, 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 he's prince. a prince. I, I, um, I, I really hope they don't do this. I mean, I hope they do, but they shouldn't. They Why? really shouldn't. Because, because you think that Zuckerberg would come in with a hidden instrument? Because is there any real—I mean, what if one of them takes a real beating— Really, you want to watch that? You mean Flem's get down there, giving them the business, kind of thing? I mean, I just grown men getting in a ring and but I mean, for charity. not the... for charity. For charity? For charity? A... Really? You think? It... I mean, they don't like each other. Well, that's even better. Uh, by the way, I mean, I'm Carl. I feel both. Yeah, like I don't like, think we should I, watch like, this, God but at the same time, moved in, I won't take my eyes off we're it. We're in a new it's era now. God I mean, who
1: would have thought 50 years ago that the CEO of Ford? Would take Jim on a wild ride, right? Where he's taking you, it uh, on the UAW. He's taking it's a it on a
3: little out b- between uh, that and extreme violence. <laughs> it's not extreme violence. organized violence of no, so technology. Just, no, you would just you wouldn't make it like that. You would make it like the old days, you know, when it was really. F- so it'd be fake. Yeah. Okay. Right. Be I mean, fake. it'd have to be
0: fake. No, it'd be staged. It and it you would have to be right. Yeah. So and they they'd, they'd to have to be schooled in what wrestling techniques and jumping off the top of the...
1: Who's going to agree you know, to lose in that
3: case? Yeah, who's going to lose? Well, I got, someone's got to throw it. Who's going to come in? I, Vince I know, McMahon's Charlie, going to throw a Charlie, chair in the ring? Well, look, Zuckerberg could have been a contender. Well,
0: Zuckerberg is in good you, physical you condition. Go,
3: you always go right to on the waterfront. You I mean, know, it? I didn't go to on the waterfront. <laughs> well,
0: you want well, who's going to win? Lee J. Cobb or Marlon Brando? Lee J. Cobb. Yeah, I mean,
3: but Marlon Brando should have won that fight. That it that. truly. Yeah. But I think Zuckerberg... Has always been. I think they, there's just raw, naked aggression with that guy. And then when you look at, at at Musk, I mean, come on, Musk has got to give someone a beat down. You know that he secretly wants to just take it So He's already hurt himself with that sumo
0: wrestler, Musk. I mean, he hurt his back a um, number of years ago. This right. didn't help him. You know, you'd think that he would have learned. Like, David, for pain charity, is forever.
3: these guys would both regard... Is here, here's the conversation. be like, boy, that son of a bitch is so good. Oh, but... He did raise a billion dollars for charity. And then it's nothing. We love him. They could both it's give a, a billion dollars to, he to charity. He could be a rapacious capitalist. All right? They could you know, throw, the, I mean, hap,
0: yeah, throw the money in the they ring. They can write the
3: check without well, getting yeah. in the ring. Zucker
0: didn't Musk give 44
1: billion to charity? Oh, uh, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about Ron Barron on Squawk saying likely returns to the public market in three or five years? I know. Hey, you know, Ron Barron, I found that. And he's the greatest money manager in the world. You know who told me? Ron Burr. Thank you. When we come back, uh, Kramer's Mad Dash will count down to the opening bell on a uh, Friday in the summer. Don't go anywhere.
5: This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, package and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx Service Guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
0: All right, eight minutes before we get started with the final trading session of the week. Let's uh, get a mad dash. CarMax is the leader right now. I just want
3: to be sure people know, I think Ron Barron is a great guy for many, many years. No, all right, think, let's I'm talk gonna, about CarMax. Let's right, right. talk to be, about Ron look, look at this. I want to talk about how the read, no. what, what is to be done was written by Chernyakovsky. Chernyshevsky. Chernyshevsky. Now let's talk about CarMax. <laughs> Thank you. Bill, this guy, you might not know Bill Nash. It's not a household name. but he is the CEO of CarMax. And he has been saying that there will be breakout quarters where you will start seeing him making far much more money than anyone thought. And we had it. I mean, even though all the numbers look like they're down, the fact is, he's doing far better. And David, the key thing about this, why you would buy CarMax, do you know when they make the most money? When used cars go down and new cars go up. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening, Jay. pal That's what you need. You need to see a reversion, where if you buy a used car, it's cost much less than a new, so that people who don't have a lot of money can still get to work and that's what's happening so this is great news this is the first of many good quarters and that's why it's going nuts because the future has not that finally used cars are finally going down in price and why are used cars going down in price well because new cars they finally don't have any supply problems supply chain so you can get a car i mean you know my daughter was offered more for her bronco i said the other day uh used i mean i get, sell a used bronco for what the price of a new one was because there's been such a shortage. All the Broncos I saw were, were spoken for on the Ford line. But this is very important to realize. Please do not sell this because this is the first quarter where we have the manufacturer suggested retail price actually higher and the used car lower. And I that's, see. they can make that. And that's good for car. It's fantastic for carbon. By the way, they were using artificial intelligence earlier than everyone's to talking about it because they really have to gain the prices everywhere. And I, that is AI. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, um, I really like this company.
0: We uh, we got a lot of things to cover when we get back. We'll talk Microsoft. And dogs. We'll and talk dogs. Amgen Horizon. We'll talk 3M. We haven't gotten to the settlement yet right. on PFAS. We'll talk about dogs. Cause you got Bark doing something here. At the Look at this dog. Is that your dog? No, my dog's
3: not here. He's no. Home. He's. Home. You know what? If Nvidia had been here, yeah. that would have been Houdini. All right.
0: Five minutes. Opening bell. Stay with us.
1: 3M is up in the pre-market. company agrees to settle hundreds of lawsuits by cities who said that its so-called forever chemicals contaminated their drinking water. Uh, 3M says it will pay between $10.3 billion and $12.5 billion. Plaintiff's attorneys say the settlement will cover public water systems across the U.S., Jim, not uh, solving all of their troubles on
3: this front. No, but I, I will say that there have been articles of late saying that that 3M may owe uh, owe 50 billion billion on this. And there were these catastrophic stories which just said certainly their dividend risk scratch status was in in danger, but mostly that the company was having that sense of crisis. And Mike Roman inherited these problems for the most part. There were very few cases when he came in, but David, I think it's a difference maker to get this stuff passed. Uh, Georgia Pacific just won a very important ruling. That's a private company. When it came to some problems that it had, uh, yeah. GlaxoSmithKline just uh, had a settlement about one of the problems it has, and everyone's waiting for J and J. Right, but I mean, let's back back to
0: 3M for a second. Well, uh, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily deal is, with sort don't. of personal injury. No, it or a number of states that have uh, launched other lawsuits. No, it. Um, you know, these class action lawsuits. And then you've got combat arms, which there's also expected, perhaps there's gonna be a settlement of significance. I mean, Jim, what investors wanna know is, are they gonna be in a financial position where they can maintain the dividend?
3: Well, it is a concern. And you know, Mike is very straightforward. Uh, calling it a step forward. He's not saying it's the end by any means. This is obviously over a long period of time, so you can
0: borrow and pay. You know, you it, it's I, not th- like I'm you have so to glad pay you, this money at once. Right. I'm so glad you point that out, because but, no one's offering a long salary. <laughs> no, but it's but like, still, when it comes to the cash flow from the company and what is going to be going towards the settlements and how you maintain, it's
1: a
3: dividend aristocrat, right? It's and that, Combat Arms has got 250,000 vets who uh, complain correctly that they have tinnitus or deafness because of the earplugs. box. Well, I guess my question is: do you buy the stock on it? No. Okay. absolutely not. But I'm saying I'm taking the existential. I don't think that the company itself is going to end up owing 50 billion on this issue. Not if they settle this part. So I'm not I'm not sanguine about the stock, but I'm taking off the so-called doomsday. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we've talked a bit about some of the warnings from chemical companies in the last few days.
3: DuPont Uh, also got out. DuPont doesn't have it. It was Kimors that was really in trouble.
1: There's the opening bell, by the way. Uh, pretty negative breath here at the big board today. It is Bark, in celebration of its second anniversary of listing and National Take Your Dog to Work Day. I think we do have some dogs Nobody on the floor. Nobody so even works on fighting.
3: Little, yeah, at the NASDAQ, little it's Array there.
1: Technologies, one of the world's biggest providers of utility-scale solar tracking technology. You've, you've long been a fan of anything pet-related.
3: Yep. I am John. I'm a monster pebbin, yeah. a, a mutt guy, a rescue mutt guy. Our dogs all come from some kill center in Tennessee before they're killed, and uh, I actually have... I don't have contempt for the people, David, who get the pedigree dogs, but it's better to save one than it is to just, you know, have one bred for $3,000. I mean, what is that? What is that about? I don't know. Good. Thank you.
1: Um. We, a couple of calls we haven't gotten to yet, Jim, this morning. Target's one. Uh, JP oh. Morgan, negative catalyst. They're talking about everything we, we mention every day. Student loans. Student loans. Uh,
3: second half risks. Student, I mean, I absolutely love it. These stories, it's the same thing over and over again, which is younger people skew toward Target. They have student loans, don't own Target. I mean, what company doesn't want younger people skewed? I mean, at this point, this thing is being skewered. Uh, Obviously, they had problems with, uh, I I don't know how to call them, discrimination, non-discrimination. They did not have a great quarter last. Brian didn't have the best merchandise. But I think that, I'm not saying by target, because the quarter's probably really bad. But I am saying that to continue to have the same narrative every day, that it's the student loans, is beginning to get tires. Hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah, there was some credit card data out of city yesterday that said maybe they're closing the gap that they've lost uh, over the last couple of weeks. Meanwhile, UAA, uh, similarly, uh,
3: Wells cuts to equal weight, Jim, eight. Yeah, people weren't... Look, I I think Kevin Plank's trying to do a good job there, but I think people were concerned that he didn't pick a new chief executive really from the footwear industry. Kind of not at all in the footwear industry. I mean, kind of more of a hotelier. More of a what? Kind of hotel business. Hotel? You're mumbling. I can't understand what well, you're saying. Well, I mean, I'm trying Speak to remember up. which chain she was from. I thought it was Marriott, for heaven's sake. Um, like, I'm Googling. I should use cheap I, I don't even ch- know what you're Googling. What are you doing? Uh, will you stop bothering me? I'm trying to think.
1: <laughs> so, Target, <laughs> Under Armour, and let's throw Lulu in there as
3: well. Oh, as Lulu the, with
1: Mirror. As the Post says that they're they're struggling to find a buyer for Mirror.
3: He's been, he introduced Mirror on the show, on my show, and... Um, you know, it's, they paid a lot of money for it, and I thought you liked a, that mirror deal. My daughter loves it. Well, she's now put it on her. Uh, she's now put it on her iPad like everybody else, and said, will you please get this thing out of my house. It's like a funhouse mirror." You know? Yeah. But yes, and indeed, uh, Stephanie Leonards, who's Under Armour, he picked her from Marriott. He didn't want to go, David. He was thinking about picking someone from Tool and Die, or maybe a welder. Can but I, instead, he got someone in the uh, hotel business. Got it. Oh God, he's cutting.
0: You go deal with that, I don't know, with Kevin Plank or whoever you're texting with. I'm going to talk about uh, trials and trials to come, trials and tribulations, and back to one of your favorite subjects, which of course is antitrust law in the country and how it's being applied or misapplied, perhaps, some would say, or on the other end of it. The big big trial right now, of course, is going on in San Francisco. We've talked about it, Microsoft Activision, Microsoft versus the FTC. It's a $95 all-cash deal, just to remind people, the current merger agreement expires July 18th, and the FTC says you can't do this. Yesterday, uh, some interesting back and forth. It will continue today. Today's big witness, I think, is Phil Spencer, is stepping up. Uh, You're gonna have that deposition that was taken some time ago from the CEO of uh, of PlayStation, Jim Ryan, There's a look at some of the arrivals from yesterday, uh, given we haven't gotten started yet today. But uh, what we can, or what we heard yesterday was interesting in terms of at least Microsoft presenting the following from an email from that man, Mr. Ryan, who's, again, his tape deposition is going to be played today in court, it's my understanding, talking about exclusivity, for example, of Call of Duty. Uh, And he said, and, you know, this is sort of... uh, it was him and the former CEO of Sony going back and forth on email and discussing the deal itself. And he said, "Listen, it's not an exclusivity play at all. That being the deal, they're thinking bigger than that, and they have the cash to make more like this, moves like this." I spent a fair amount of time with uh, both Phil and Bobby. That's Phil Spencer and Bobby Kotick, Bobby, uh, uh, the CEO of Activision. I spent a fair amount of time with them over the last day, and. Um, I'm pretty sure they will continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation. We will for many years to come. So Microsoft's saying, hey, what are you talking about, FTC? Mm. Sony, the, the main complainant here in some way, has said we don't see it as an exclusivity issue. Bad set of that facts, said, my the friend. FTC Bad did, set of facts. Did come back and say, well, what about, what about the Indiana Jones game? You're gonna that was gonna be Widely available, and then you made it exclusive to Xbox. You know, how about that? So, uh, there are some issues. They pulled the heart continue. out of that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever? Yes, I do. There's a new one coming. This is his last one. Harrison Ford. Were you trying to pull my ba-boom, heart out? Boom, boom, uh, Temple
1: was the darkest of Temple
0: the, was the yes. Temple was obviously us. Temple is the best. Um, And I, guys, I can talk Amgen Horizon if you want now, or I can wait. No. What would you prefer? No,
3: I think, Amgen, with all those states that are trying to block this deal, that would be great for Amgen.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, we've talked about the case. It it has finally been filed because there had been kind of waiting. It was just hours before the deadline of getting this uh, uh, so-called ALJ filing. United States District Court, Northern District of Illinois, and the Eastern District FTC. They also had California, Illinois, Minnesota, New York, and Washington, Wisconsin. Uh, Those AGs all typically fairly progressive AGs to the... the, um, to the case as well, seeking a temporary restraining order, preliminary injunction, preventing Amgen from buying Horizon. People who've reviewed this case, at least as it was made initially, don't believe the FTC has much to bring to bear here. I have mentioned in the past the possibility of settlement talks, and it is my understanding that there was some back and forth around, is there some sort of settlement? But the problem, Jim, tends to be these days that the FTC staff is not believed by the parties involved to always be able to present what will end up being conclusive, meaning that the FTC staff can come and say, all right, we want to try and figure something out with you guys. We're thinking this or that. But you, as Amgen, aren't necessarily the belief that they're going to be able to make it stick because the commission, made up of three Democratic commissioners right now, just can overrule them. And that, that is different than in the past, where you had a 99.9% chance, some, uh, some of the attorneys who deal with these things have told me, that what the FTC staff says to you is going to be true. Right. No second request. But, then you get a second request. I mean, a lot of this is... No, we're not going to sue you. Then you get sued. Well, and so there's a lack of, perhaps, trust that what the staff is actually offering will actually come to fruition. So while there were some settlement talks, they didn't really get anywhere. We'll see whether they continue, whether they're able to sort of get to some sort of agreement prior to trial, which would take place
3: most likely September, October. Would you agree with me that the staff is is non-ideological? They have typically been. Historically, there's a very solid staff looking at certain indices and reaching conclusions. And that's just not what's
0: happening uh, and I know the commissioners, led by Lena Khan, would probably um, beg to differ with that characterization. But it is something certainly that you hear again take it forward from the companies who are dealing with that. Wait, now man, they have their own. They saying, have well, their own view. Nothing matter that deal. Yeah. Um, but we'll keep an eye on Amazon Horizon. It's an important one. Again, if it does go to trial, because there's so many people who believe the FTC's case, which is based on a view of competition that doesn't seem to. Be an issue here will not be a strong one. That said, they got five states along
3: with them now as well. And you, when you had Kroger's last quarter, uh, Rodney McMillan, you talked about how they have endless possibilities of selling different divisions and making sure so there's not—it's not so. they That's Kroger uh, trying to buy Albertsons I, and agreeing I, I, to I certain divestitures that, that would satisfy that, the antitrust regulators. I, I think Rodney's terrific, but I just this kind of action tells me stick to it's your. going to be tough. Yeah, I just... Very different cases, and that one, I think... No, but I'm just saying that... arguments for uh, Kroger. I know that Lena Khan has failed. Jonathan Kanter has failed. Just you can't really... The workarounds have all really failed. Anytime you set up a company, right. you say to buy. I, I just but, find, Carl, the, the bid underneath that we used to have of mergers... Sure. Just it's, don't it, count. It's, it's I'm thinking harder. of what... It does tilt things.
1: B of A wrote yesterday, uh, Khan's entire career, uh, position on FTC and fame are due to a 96-page paper she wrote where she effectively called Amazon a monopoly. Why shouldn't she be recused uh, for an inability to be fair? No, That's all the Amazons.
3: But do they, they find these names of these different... Uh, Attempts to be able to say obfuscate for the consumer, like operationally Iliad. Well, listen, and it does. And big pharma bad.
0: is an enemy, and you know it's a it's a simple thing to say. Hey, big Pharma's is bad; they're screwing you, consumer. And, but you know that deal. Um, the, but this the, deal is the horizon Amazon is Horizon, horizon deal. Price.
5: Is, is
3: I know it's not. And, a, and Amazon, and, uh, Amazon is a good company. They're not yeah. a rapacious company. And can we just point out that Amazon has made it so that a lot of things are affordable that weren't? Why is she? <laughs> eh. You know what? You've got to prove
0: it. That's the good part of the system. You mean you have judges? And, and, yeah. And it's not going to be easy. Um, it has had a chilling effect on M&A. We oh, talk God, about yes. that all the time. That said, I will tell you guys, in, the last, in this week, just talking to the typical bankers and lawyers that I do in M&A, they a little more positive on deal flow, um, a little more positive on stuff that's out there. on the possibility it just it seems as though a lot of companies have been waiting and waiting and waiting and maybe they're finally ready to just say all right we'll go
3: even if by the way i'm gonna end up in court well they could lose a string FTC could lose a string in cases and suddenly they would be the laughing stock yep. that they that this that this and by the way it will start sure. with microsoft activision yeah that will be and that's why even
0: though we say and we can't say it enough that doesn't mean that microsoft can be able to acquire activision because of the Right now, what is the um, the CMA's opposition to the deal, the U.K. antitrust regulator. Nonetheless, it's but an you, important case to the point you're making, Jim, which you, is the FTC loses.
3: They're unable to get a preliminary injunction. I, That's a big well, moment. Well, you just read a smoking gun memo, which is just like, I mean, I, I, if I would just offer that. I wouldn't even do anything else. I would just say, OK, uh, what do you have for us, Microsoft? Here, the the, the defense rests. No, I would not, rest after that. They're, they're not resting. And they the FTC rest. is
0: coming back with certain, certain arguments of their own. So we'll be monitoring those proceedings. They continue today in San Francisco. And
3: then uh, the first three or four days of next week.
2: Eventually.
3: Well, you've got to admit, David, that there are companies that are very, very low in price that you would expect that someone, because the fundamentals aren't that bad, someone would be interested in doing, but it's just saying, you know what? I'm not buying Paramount.
1: Did you see the Wells note on Paramount yes. this week? Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, I mean, they're already underweight, and have been. Uh, but they write another one to two years of throwing good money after bad. Yes. Uh, they think the DTC strategy misguided should sell the studio. It's they so realize they probably won't.
3: Um, it's There's only one thing the- you can say to them. You know what that is.
2: Come
0: Zuckerberg on. versus Musk. Yeah, if they can actually get the pay-per-view rights to that. right? Uh, Paramount, um, what are you thinking? direct-to-consumer is, I mean, you know, how much money can you throw at it? How much money can you continue to lose for how long? That's the question for so many of these, of course, whether it's uh, Max, which has gotten to sort of neutral almost, whether it's Disney Plus, whether it's our own Peacock, $3 billion a year right now. Like at what point do you sort of say, you just can't keep doing this? And Paramount obviously is in a different position in part. They had to cut the dividend. Uh, in a significant That's way, brutal. Sherry Redstone had to make some, you know, deal uh, deal with some stock that right. she didn't want to have to sell because it had fallen so far. So she actually took an infusion. That in was that was from, unscripted. From that was the, unscripted from Michael Dell and, and Byron Trott's new venture. Um, it, it is it's worth watching. And as By the to way, these, can you to these idea, that, idea that they could sell
3: the, you know, studio Byron Trott, Now we don't know who's Paramount position Buffett. Uh, is. We don't know now. Oh, right. But, right. but Buffett's banker is is Tron, Tron, which yeah. has Let people yeah. to be and thinking. They, they did. Uh, they did come
0: in there to National Amusements with a with a preferred. Um, an ugly tape. deal! And then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Paramount is it's hard to figure. I, I, I come back to the fact that it was almost thirty years ago that the fight for Paramount between Barry Diller and Sumner Redstone took place, and they end up. The bid ended up being ten billion dollars, and that's now the market value of the entire thing. Oh my!
1: Meantime, so, I mean, you're right about MI uh, Mission Impossible's on the on the on the come next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Zaslav and WBD still in the headlines, whether it's TCM or our CNN. And they can't stop writing. And about then, that. how about Zenya Muka going to uh, TikTok, right?
0: Zenya, the longtime head of corporate communications at Disney. Uh, all yeah. of us probably had an opportunity to deal with her over oh, yeah. time. She's, yeah. uh, you
2: know, yeah, she's,
0: she holds yeah. her own. Let's say that yeah. at the very least. I'd say it's, uh, yeah. It took many years. But we finally sort of got to a nice place. I, but It I, took a long, oh, long yeah. time. Long time. But she's know. at TikTok now, yeah, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not sure what her influence will be there, Carl, or what, uh, you know, comms
3: but it'll and, be significant. And, and chief brand right officer. Power. Yep. Powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Very
2: powerful.
3: Really quick on oil, Jim. Um, we oh, did get to 68. Oh, 6806. We're really breaking down here. If we don't yeah. hold 68, we're going to 60. And it won't necessarily help Powell, because that's not obviously what they're really focused on. But oil's breaking, I mean, we own a couple oils. We're underweight, but kind of like even for the trust. And yesterday, I was looking at Pioneer, which is, I think, the best. And it broke down below our basis substantially. And I said, geez, maybe we should buy some. And we had no enthusiasm for PXD, which has the lowest cost in the Permian, because I just think things are going lower. Yeah. By the
1: way, reminds us that PMI's missed in Europe, Eurozone, and in Japan. And now we're
4: getting our own. Let's get to Rick Santelli. Morning, Rick. Yes, good morning, Carl. Uh, Headline manufacturing on the PMI from S&P Global expected to be 48.5, a big miss. 46.3 now granted these are june preliminary in a couple weeks they will change but 46.3 is the lowest of the year you have to go back to december when it was 46.2 which by the way is the low for the series this is big time move here And if we look at the services PMI, about as expected, uh, 54.1, 53.6 in April. So this is holding up much better in the rearview mirror, 54.9 for our final read uh, last month. And finally, if we get to the composite 53, we're expecting 53 and a half. 53 is the weakest level since March. So these are definitely a bit of a disappointment. We're currently at 471 in a two year, which is unchanged on the week. It's down big on the session. All maturities outside of the two-year right now are down in yield on the week, and the two-year just a few minutes ago was also. Why do I bring this up? Central bankers are in focus along with recessionary implications, and the market is grappling with those. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. The GameStop stock saga is
1: set to get the big screen treatment. The official trailer for the film Dumb Money dropped yesterday. Take a look.
4: Yo, what up, everybody? Roaring Kitty here. I'm gonna pick a stock and talk about why I think it's interesting, and that stock is
2: GameStop.
5: I love this guy.
2: Retail traders have yeah. hooked into GameStop. I think they think it's a good investment. It looks like there's one guy driving all the buying. <sighs> Who is this schmuck? Dumb money, man. Happy to take it.
0: Wall Street? Is betting that this company is going to fail. But if it fails, these hedge fund people make a ton of money.
3: Seventy thousand people have watched this video. Quarantini, I love you.
1: Jim, whether it's uh, Apple, Uber, WeWork, Hollywood loves corporate sagas. Look, I,
3: I watched the trailer too. Trail. I thought, it, I can't wait to see this, frankly, because my colleague David Faber, colleague David Faber, is in it and looks to me so far as a voice of rationale.
0: <laughs> it's just a quick little picture in the no, trailer. But, along, with,
3: along with any number of our colleagues. Uh,
0: but the casting's great. I mean, Seth Rogen it's is really has, real uh, casting. Is Gabe Plotkin, Vincent D'Onofrio, oh. Stevie Cohen. Um, oh, it's going to be. I think this Griffin. one's worth just,
3: Yeah, Paul is, uh as as Roaring Kitty. No, don't you think? It's great. Look, <laughs> I, we all remember that period, and uh, it was. You know, I hope this movie's as vicious as they were. This was not this was not fun this was let's destroy people in order to make money and it's one way to make money and i think that they you know, well, felt this, that the this is a common democracy well comedy in the, in the yes. context that you know there was something that occurred that was supposed to be the beginning of a revolution it was really the end of a revolution <laughs> yeah it's nothing didn't after.
1: last long no. oh, by the way quick programming note on that note an encore presentation of our documentary making of the meme king airs tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, before we let you go, Jim, what's let's, uh, let's well, get started I, trading.
3: You know, I think that D- this is a really interesting moment here. You got Darden. In the Times, I was going to talk about it, the stock was about 30 cents. Only 80,000 shares are traded. Now 89, this is incredible how few shares are trading. 90,000 shares. Let me tell you, almost every analyst uh, was positive. They had great numbers for Olive Garden. They had amazing numbers for, for Longhorn. Uh, they're, they just bought Ruth Chris. I think it's going to be a terrific acquisition. It's got a 3% yield. Uh, and Gene uh, Lee's reti- uh, who's retiring, is just amazing. But uh, this Rick uh, Cardenas, is, this is a terrific call. And I think it was a great quarter. And their costs are coming down. It is the place that people want to go. Olive Gardens numbers are incredible.
1: Yeah, interesting. They, I mean, they talk about traffic
3: slowing yeah. along with G. But they got this never-ending possible. I know right. David and I are probably going to go there. When you go, do you go, what do you go, for the rolls? You go for the. I do like the rolls. I do, too. But never-ending pasta sounds good to me. But they should take away that thing in the middle of the table, don't you think? The the games thing? You can't look at your kids. Sure, they should. You can't look at your kid. Right. You'll get rid of it? Yes. Okay, I will. Of course. Does he have any idea what I'm doing? No. no, Hey, the bloodies, by the way, at Longhorn, (laughs) the bloodies are the best bloodies I've (laughs) had. Longhorn (laughs) (laughs) steakhouse. Unbelievable bloodies.
1: On that note, we'll let you get your weekend started, Jim. We'll see you later, Uh, Jim Kramer. I'll take a break here. Uh, Some weakness on this uh, summer Friday, 43.50 or so. Don't go anywhere.
3: You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
5: its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such to view the full squawk on the street disclaimer please visit cnbc.com forward slash squawk on the street disclaimer this podcast is supported by fedex dear small and medium businesses no one wants happy customers more than you do so you need a business partner just like you like fedex who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you